Hey y'all, welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. This is your host, as always, Ryan Martell, here with... Cagney Larkin, the co-host, as always. Glad to be here. And you might notice this week there's not a uh, post-recorded intro. That's because we're doing the intros live with the episode now. Live on air! Martell's Movie Madness. Which reminds me I need to grab my notes out. (laughs) My handy-dandy notes. So Ryan, I guess I got a big question for you. What's that? What you watching? Oh, I'm glad you asked. But uh, first, I wanted to plug the dates. Okay. So we'll get to that. We'll get to what you're watching. All right. I didn't ask you uh, anything, but okay. There, there is only one date to plug because the Crimson Screen Film Festival did get canceled. Wah, wah, unfortunately, wah, 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 um, they weren't going to be approved to have a gathering that large. Nope. And uh, they decided to just go ahead and cancel it instead of trying to uh, socially distance everybody and yeah, let worth, less people not in. Worth the trouble. Um, so yeah, June 20th, still going on, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, the 60th, the 62nd Horror Challenge, that's going to be at Frothy Beard Brewing Company in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, that one's run by the people who did Flesher, uh, it's each, uh, it's 60 films, and they're all 60 seconds or less each, so you get about an hour of, of horror going on, nice. right there, they're going to have some celebrity guests. Well, I gotta say, the Frothy Beard sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the name alone. Just yeah. sounds like a mess to me. Because I don't drink beer. So, you don't. Yeah. You, don't. you can drink some frothy water. Um, but yeah, they got the well. As of uh, the last time I checked, they've got the people from Paranormal Activity are going to be there. The what, uh, what people? Katie and the uh, yeah, the actress and the actor, the, the That's couple. Cool. Um, they're going to have those people there, and I think uh, John John Kisser. The guy who does the voice for the Crypt Keeper, I think he's going to be nice. there too. That's cool. Not 100 sure, and I think Catherine Isabel was when another guest. Saying John, I was like, well, they John answer. Kramer, Tevin Bell's going to be there. Oh yeah, right. that would have been not. Uh, <laughs> that would be tight. It's like, yeah, let's go. I'd love to meet Tevin Bell. So Cagney, what you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask me that so you could grab your water? Basically, what a cop out. <laughs> so. uh... Since uh, last week, I have not sat down on my own and watched a movie. Uh, Ryan, you and I did get together Friday night and watch Joe Bob Briggs on Shudder. He showed Troma's War and One Shot of the Dead. Is that it? One or Cut one, of the Dead. One Cut of the Dead. Yeah. Which were great movies. If you guys aren't watching Joe Bob Briggs on Shudder every Friday night, you don't know what you're missing out on. And it's like watching a horror movie with your uncle. It's a great time. Uh, Troma's War was fun. Yep. Uh, last night, I did want to watch the house that Jack built. <laughs> I put it on. I made it uh, like 45 minutes in and passed out, man. And then I woke up around 11. So this is what I have been watching every Sunday night. Adult Swim has an awesome block of programming every Sunday night from like 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. You've got the new Rick and Morty coming out. You've got... Uh, a show that me and you were watching together. I'm showing you episodes of The Shivering Truth. Yeah, that's right. A new right. episode came out of that last night, and that <clears> was really cool. Um, and then, you know, it's just some great stuff that comes on. J.J. Large Fairy Tales is showing, and it's like animated, grotesque versions of fairy tales. Yeah. Where everybody dies and gets mangled and turns into crazy-looking creatures and Well, that's stuff. the original version of any fairy tale. Right, right, right. Yeah. This is just like super gel type deal. Yeah, super yeah. I feel you. Extra. Yeah, over the yeah, top. yeah. It's really good. And so, uh, after that was off, I didn't want to watch The House of Jack Bill because it's like two hours and 45 minutes. So It's I, a long uh, one. Yeah, I watched the yeah. Tim and Eric Billion Dollar Movie, which yeah. is 
fucking hilarious. It's an awesome exercise in absurdist comedy and absurdist humor. If you want to watch something that's ridiculous, just watch that. Like, the plot of it is the very beginning. Um, it starts out with Jeff Goldblum as Chef Goldblum. And he's introducing these schlang chairs that you, yeah. have, you have to put your feet in these stirrups and put this 40 smell thing in your nose. And then you have, like, a hot popcorn maker that gets butter all over you and gives you third-degree burns. Wow. And then uh, you next thing you see is, like, six title cards. For Schlang Productions, <laughs> different Schlang title cards, and it opens up on a Johnny Depp lookalike wearing a million-dollar suit made of diamonds and proposing to a waitress. And then the credits roll, and it zooms out, and it's a movie Tim and Eric just spent a billion dollars on. And the Schlang company is like, "Oh, fuck you guys! We're gonna sue their shit out of you!" So they dip out and try to save them all. It's Will Ferrell's mall. <laughs> they try to make a billion dollars off of it. Right. It's retarded. It's, yeah, it's so out there. It though. sounds hilarious. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, but yeah, but that's uh, that's it. That's and, uh, it. Today we watched some good stuff, but that's the episode. I won't dive into those right now. What are you watching, my friend? Okay, I did watch a few things. Let's hear. It. First off is the pick of the week. Something I rewatched recently. Ryan's pick of the week. That I haven't seen in a while. It's uh, Rat Race. Rat Race, right on yeah. the remake. Uh, of it's a mad 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 world. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, awesome. They, and you, it's a multiple watch for you. Didn't know that. I highly yeah. recommend. It's a mad 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 world. It's in color. Okay. Uh, made in the late fifties, early sixties. Used to come on TCM all the time. And yeah, the same thing for me. Rat Race came out. I loved it because Rowan Atkinson is in it. Seth Green's yes. in it. It's got a great cast. And I was watching it with my buddy all the time. My mom's like. You know it's a remake, right? I was like, of what? She's like, it's a mad, 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 mad world, and then she like bought it, and we watched yeah. it. It was hilarious, dude. Same premise, same plot. It's awesome. That highly recommend that. Yeah. But, yeah. What are your thoughts on Rat Race? Uh, I remember liking it better as a teenager. As a yeah. 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 Uh, in that aspect, I think the original might suit you more today because the humor's not grody and. Yeah, trying to be teen humor. It's actual adults and yeah. situational humor from the fifties and sixties. It was timeless stuff. I just remember it it's being. I, I just, I just when I watched it, when I rewatched it, I thought, oh, this is this is a raunchy comedy that wanted to keep up PG thirteen rating mm-hmm. uh, because I don't think they used the f word that much. No, um, there was Probably no one. nudity. There was some side boobs. Yeah, some side, side boob, but. Uh, no full on. Remember that. <laughs> no full. No full on uh, tits or bush or anything. Yeah, no. Um, I did still enjoy it. Uh, I remember thinking like the budget of this movie must have been crazy, and then I don't, I don't think it did too good in the theaters. I no, think it no, flopped. Think so, yeah. And then I'm like, wow, they just not an all star cast at all. No, either. but they had the, the it's just there's still a lot of names. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Smash Mouth is in it, and just <laughs> yeah. like the stuff yeah. they do in it is just <laughs> insane. Um, so if you're looking for like Where did you a, watch that at? Do you own it? It's on Prime. Okay, it's on it Prime. is. All right, right yeah. on. Um, uh, check and see. I will look right now and see if it's a Mad Mad, okay. Mad, Mad World of Stream. All right. Uh, I, d- I did enjoy it. Uh, I just If you're looking for a, a movie that's kind of a late night comedy, but not really, this is the movie for you. Uh, I gave it a 3 out of 5 on the Martell scale. So we're going to uh, say it's a perfectly fine movie. You know? Yeah. Uh, that remake I mentioned? Came out in 1963, and I can't verify this, but this got a runtime of three hours and thirty minutes Oof. on Google. I cannot verify Oof. that, and I do not remember it. It came on TV all the time. I highly doubt that's right. I don't know, I man. Doubt it. It's a Criterion release film as well. 
Wow. But it's not available for streaming anywhere. You have to pay for it. I don't. I don't think I want to watch it. Three hours. No. Maybe. I don't know. One hundred sixty-three minutes. Okay. So it's two hours. Yeah, and two and some change. Yeah. Okay, I could do that. But you know, it's like it's, it's a Criterion movies from the sixties. Oh yeah, so it's, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um. I also watched Trauma's War and One Cut of the Dead with Joe Bob, uh-huh. like you did. Hey, we watched me. it together. Um, Trauma's War, I thought was a lot of fun. The yeah, mo- it was the your first time seeing it. Yeah, man. my first time seeing it. The most gunshots I've ever seen in a trauma movie, for sure. Oh yeah. Um, the most gun deaths in a trauma <laughs> movie, for sure. It was like it was like if Trauma made Rambo. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and and that's exactly the title, Trauma's War. Yeah. Like they just took off the word movie. Yeah, yeah. It's Trauma's War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's insane. Our, this is war. This is our war. This is our version of a war movie. Yeah, exactly. That. Uh, and they do what they do, and they do it well. And I gave them a 3.5 out of 5 for Trauma's War. Nice. What uh, did Joe Bob give it? Wasn't it a 4 out of 4? No, I think he gave it a 2 out of 4. 2.5, maybe. A 2.5. And, um, and then I gave One Cut of the Dead a 4.5 out of 5. Uh, the only thing I didn't... The only thing that heard it, the reason it doesn't get that extra point five is I probably won't rewatch it because it is a foreign movie and um, <clears throat> I just don't see I just don't rewatch foreign movies a lot I watch well, them I one time uh, it's the reading you know but then it then again like but then again you know I don't really necessarily have to read yeah. it the second time around but you know you still catch little things every time you watch something I probably will watch it eventually again um, more than likely to show somebody the movie because it is a great movie, yeah. and I'll probably purchase it at one some point. I mean, there or are films I've watched multiple times with subtitles, but it, it's uh, it starts out with like uh, it starts out like it's this found footage zombie movie, mm-hmm. and it's all shot in one take, uh, one continuous take, and then they call cut on that and they roll a credits for that movie and then they show us what actually is going on in the actual plot of the movie which is that this director's been uh charged with the duty of making this one cut uh live stream tv show about zombies and it shows all the fucking problems that go on behind the scenes drunken actors people having to take a shit (laughs) um just overall bad luck and uh, it's lots of fun. You get a little, you got a lot of uh, you get your zombie gore and everything going on in the first little right. first thirty minutes of it. Then you get your comedy and slapstick yeah, going on in the second movie. half. It's not a waste of time. Lots of fun. One of the best zombie movies I've ever seen, even though it's not really technically a zombie movie. Yeah. Uh, but well, that's cool, man. There's so many zombie movies. The yeah. Genre is oversaturated. If I never watch another yeah, zombie movie, like if I never watch another zombie movie, I'll be fine. Yeah. So if that tells you anything about how much I enjoyed this movie, particularly even though it had zombies, then let let that speak for right. itself. Um, There's some great zombie movies I would rewatch too, though. You know? Oh yeah, I, I love the Romero zombie oh, movies. Of course, of course. Yeah. Even the 2003 remake, 2002. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Land of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, the so James Gunn version. Yeah, and the ones that followed are great as well. Mm-hmm. I like so. Uh, people hate Diary of the Dead. <clears throat> I've never seen it, so I don't. I haven't seen a lot of the later ones. Um, on I'm, on Amazon Prime, I did watch two movies. Also, uh, we'll work for views. The low the lo-fi life of Weird Paul. I don't know if you know about Weird Paul. No, I don't. Okay, so Weird Paul is like the original vlogger. Mm-hmm. He used to make home movies back in the day 
just of everyday events, unboxing stuff, like, in the 80s. He was doing all this in the 80s, like, unboxings videos and whatnot, his own fan music videos, stuff like that, and um, he's also been putting out music since, like, the 80s, too. He's um, got, like, 50 albums or something like that. 50 albums, 50 albums, and um, he's still putting out music, still making YouTube content and Mm -hmm. everything. He uploads, like, his old videos to YouTube, his, his newer, like... Uh, videos where he goes thrift thrifting and everything. He's just like the prototype of that uh, internet personality right, right. thing. Uh, he's very heavy on social media. He's got a bowl cut. You know, he <laughs> right plays on. this weird rock and roll. Uh, you got a mullet. Yeah, I got a super <laughs> mullet right now. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know I'm completely business in the front and then total trash in the back. Mm. Um, but yeah, I loved Weird, uh, the, the lo-fi life of Weird Paul. I gave it a four out of five. Nice. Very interesting look into the so, life of a uh, man who... Who did the documentary? I don't know. Did he do it himself? No, he didn't do it himself. But somebody saw the It is made by a crew, yeah. It is made by a legit film crew. Um, but yeah, it's a very, very interesting documentary. A little peek into the life of the artist. Um, the last thing that I watched this week was Death Metal Zombies. I told you about this yeah, off, yeah. off a microphone, but... Um, and yeah, where'd you watch that at? On Prime, Prime yeah. Okay. These, these are both are on Prime. And the previous two were on, on Shutter. Shutter, yes. Um, this is Death Metal Zombies is fucking amazing. Honestly, he says it's released by. No, no, it's like I don't know who who released yeah, it. It's it's a straight to video. It was like yeah. a straight to video movie. So looks like it's shot. Moon, Anchor Bay look, or anything I don't like know. That. I don't know. It looks like it's shot on VHS too. Nice. Um, I mean, it honestly looks like just. A group of metalheads got together and made a movie. What years? And it, it came out in '95 okay. originally nice. on VHS. Movies um, look pretty grody in '95. It was shot in '94. It looks, I mean, it looks pretty bad, but it's not like the worst shot on video movie I've ever yeah, seen in my yeah. life. Um, there are definitely worse ones from the '80s, um, but this one's actually like legitimately pretty good. It's nice. got a, a decent story. It suffers from uh, the fact that it's amateur yeah, actors. What's the two-minute plot? Premise? That's the two, two, okay. So the plot, plot the, okay. So they got two kind of things going on. They got a serial killer that's yeah. wearing a Nixon mask, who's just kind of in the background. He's more of like a side plot thing, and then they have this tape, this possessed uh, heavy metal tape that this guy wins in a contest with a song that nobody's ever heard before. That when he plays that song. It turns all of his friends into zombies. Wow. And then they just kind of tear through town. And um, his girlfriend is the only person that wasn't there to hear the record to get turned into a zombie. So she figures out how to beat it by playing the record backwards. Okay, okay. Which is the opposite. Yeah. And then... um, Don't they do that in... um, What movie is that? uh, They do that to fight Alex Demon in a movie. Oh, I don't know, man. I know when that Gene Simmons, that trick or trick or treat with Gene Simmons in yeah. it, they that's how they have released the demon by playing the record backwards. <laughs> but I know in Little um, Nicky they played the Chicago. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it ends. Uh, it has two different endings. The one that I watched was the DVD ending. Okay. And that one is like a ten year later. They they cut from everything being fine to ten years later, and the yeah. Nixon mask killer actually uploads the song from that tape to the internet nice. for people to download. Uh, and go viral and then apparently uh, the original ending was 
that the guy's little sister found the tape and started it all over by playing the tape. So yeah, everybody just starts getting cursed. Good little uh, cliffhanger. Yeah. They probably wanted to make a sequel but just didn't have the money. Uh, Would have been cool to see a sequel. I'd watch that today if any of these guys are listening and want to make a sequel. Yeah, uh, not that I have the money to fund it. You yeah. still have to come up yeah. with the money to fund it, but... Uh, you, no, could, you said the Nixon mask. It reminded yeah. me of the David Arquette film, <clears throat> uh, The Tripper. I haven't seen it. Really? No. Uh, it's a serial killer that wears a Ronald Reagan mask and kills hippies at a, at a festival. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it came out in 2006. I just pulled it up. Uh, I did not know it was directed by David Arquette until I Googled. But, uh, yeah, directed by David Arquette, produced by Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Thomas Jane, and Stephen Hines. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I... Uh, yeah, I rented it from a video store back in 2006 on mm-hmm. DVD. But yeah, serial killer with axe, Ronald Reagan mask, really cool. Yeah, this the, is the, the Death Metal Zombies though is definitely one of those movies where you would have saw it at like a, a video store and yeah, you would have been like, up, yeah. oh yeah, this is fucking sick. Well, just the title alone, man. And I mean, it's got a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never heard of any of those bands, so I'm assuming they're local. It's right. a Texas movie. Maybe mo- the movie was made in Texas, so I'm okay. assuming they're all local Texas bands. That'd be cool. That this guy knew and they just wanted to put the music in them. It's like a, it's like an hour and a half long music video, and it's just nice. fun. Uh, the, like I said, the only downside is the acting is kind of bad, but that's because they're not really actors, you know, yeah. just a bunch of kids making a movie. For that fact alone, they came up with something pretty creative and executed it pretty well. It got it distributed, made it, I mean, made it real. It's on, it's on Amazon Prime right now, mm-hmm. so you can watch it. Uh, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5, so nice. it's uh, definitely something you should check out. Um, but now to the reason why we're actually here today. Um, me and Cagney just sat down and did a triple feature, kind of a little. Um, we usually do that. Yeah, the Mondays watch either three, either three, two or three. Um, oh, I said three to four. <laughs> sometimes we watch four. It depends on how how froggy we're getting. Yeah. How long the movies are. We had an, an extra long one today. Yeah. Um, that's a three hour movie. Yeah, we yeah. Today almost. Uh, I don't know. How, I'm trying to tie them all in in my head, uh, but the only thing I could. The only thing I can really think of to tie them all in is uh, that they are kind of offbeat genre movies, mm-hmm. all of them. Um, the most mainstream of the three being Frailty, uh, I would say. Yeah. Possibly. And the most A-list actors in it. I yeah. Guess, and then we watched the Midsummer uh, the director's cut. cut, three hours runtime, two hours fifty minutes to be exact. Which is is not really available anywhere. Uh, yeah, we got it on yeah. uh, digital. We had to do the digital thing. Um, it's the only place you can get it. And then, um, what was man it? bites dog. Man bites dog. It's been so long ago, we watched that. Yeah, nine hours ago. It's been yeah, long ass <laughs> time. Uh, that was the first one we watched. Yeah. Um, so we did. We spent a good uh, six hours watching movies today. So that's a work day. Yeah, yeah. Solid work. So that's longer. That's work. longer than my work yeah, that's day. What we did it for usually. <laughs> um, but let's uh, start with Man Bites Dog. I guess it's awesome. A uh, French film. Yeah. Or not? No, no, no. It's actually a Belgian film. Gotta pull it up here. Is it? Yeah, Belgian black comedy crime mockumentary. It's in French though. The, the language they're speaking is French. I think. Yeah, I think that's what they uh, speak. But it still says Belgian. Okay, and then, makes uh, sense. It was also an NC seventeen. Yeah. For its uh, U.S. release. Yeah, so they're speaking French. It's got a French film poster, but the filmmakers are all Belgium. 
Oh, okay. Yep. I did not the, know uh, that. The French title actually translates to "It Happened Near Your Home." Okay, that's actually a much better title uh-huh. than "Man Bites Dog." Yeah, because I actually since he you, doesn't bite a dog. Actually, you like in the point. movie, I was like, "Does he eat a dog in this movie?" You're no, like, no, I'm not like, at all. Oh. But the movie was awesome. It's like a like I said, a Belgian black comedy crime mockumentary. Yeah, about a film crew that's following around a super charismatic, funny deranged serial killer that's just killing people right in cold blood out there. Oh yeah. We we watched the VHS copy and yeah. uh, on the back of the tape it says it's Hannibal Lecter meets this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, it also is built as comedy. Yeah, it and does. there's a review on the front that says scathingly funny. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's it, the, the copy I have is a blockbuster rental mm-hmm. and the blockbuster sticker said comedy. So yeah. Yeah, imagine picking this movie up thinking you were getting dazed and confused. Some, go get some belly laughs, laughs in the house. No, you're going to feel very disturbed because no. uh, it opens up the front scene with this guy just grabbing a woman on a train, pulling her into a room and strangling her to death. And yeah. And then the immediate cut to him talking to the camera about how to tie up a body and put it underwater so it doesn't float back up. Yep. So within the first three minutes of the film you're like okay this is a pretty fucking disturbing shit we're watching this is wild yeah it's like and it's 1992 when this is coming out you know people are watching movies like this it's Uh, this movie is definitely um ahead of its time super ahead of its time very meta before meta was even a thing um it's an incredible film, just in, just generally speaking, because mm-hmm. these guys were young, like up and coming guys who I don't I think this was their first film, or it was like part of their senior thesis in right. college or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, they were they were definitely young bucks in the game. Well, they, were student, they were student filmmakers at the time. Okay, yeah, they didn't have much money at all, but they took that gumption and know how. And they got a fucking, they got a solid-ass film out of it. Yeah, they really did. So the premise of the movie is that there's this documentary crew who are not only making a documentary about a serial killer, but also kind of aiding and abetting his crimes. Well, just by by happenstance, <laughs> they're accessories to murders, you know. Yeah, but he, then they actually they start... They shoot a black guy, yeah. and he says, oh, you need to pick him up, I'm going to touch him because I don't want to get AIDS. And yeah. yeah, so the camera guy starts to go over there and you're dragging his body around. So it's like, okay, you guys are all killing people. And then at the end of the movie, you know, they get their the just desserts. Yes, yes. It's kind of a running gag throughout the whole movie that uh, the sound guy gets killed. Yeah, yeah every cu- every couple killed. scenes, um, which is where the kind of Spinal Tap ish uh, vibe comes in. Um, it's just an amazing yeah. film. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's a it's amazing work in film, you know. Yeah. It's a very disturbing movie as well. It's got oh rape, yeah, it's yeah. Got violence. It's got. Uh, also, I should have mentioned earlier, Tim and Eric movie. Yeah. It's one of the coolest child deaths. Yeah. That you'll ever see, dude. It's like on feast two levels of kid death. Okay. Awesome at the very end of the movie. Like, <laughs> if you're gonna watch a movie or anything, watch it for that. Watch it for right. kid dying. <laughs> Sounds good. The you know, you know I like kids. You know I like yeah. kid deaths. Yeah, so. yeah. It's just I was like, oh shit, yeah. There's a um, awesome kid death in here. But yeah, this movie kind of uh, it takes us on a journey, and then it ultimately ends with everybody dying. Everybody's demise. Everybody's gone. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. Though it's a, a mockumentary about a serial killer. Yeah. Um, 
Which cool. There's some cool ones out there. Have you seen um, Ten Steps to Be a Serial Killer? No. Dude, it's on Tubi. Okay. Check it out. Uh, let me make sure that's the correct title of the film. All right. I've got a lot on my watch list, and uh, I just keep rewatching Sopranos instead of watching new shit, and it's uh, it's becoming to be a it's beginning to be a problem. Oh, it's called How to Be a Serial Killer. How it's to Be like, a Serial Killer. It's a step okay. by step program. Okay. And, and he's like addressing the audience, addressing yeah. you, and he's like showing you how to be a successful serial killer. It's and I have awesome. seen uh, Behind the Mask, oh, Rise of Lessons, yeah. which is getting put on Shutter this. It's month, on Shutter. Yeah, oh, it just it's already out. on there. Cool, yeah. Cool. Um. Somebody kept saying VFW was on there the other day, but it's not. Mm. Definitely not. It's on Amazon Prime, but you have to rent it. Nice. You have to pay two ninety nine, I think. Which is well worth it. I bought awesome it. I, already, I went ahead and bought it on uh, uh, What's the name 4K. Of the guy uh, that's also in Don't Breathe? Oh, God. Uh, Robert Lang, I think. Stephen, Stephen Lang. Lang. That's Stephen it. Lang, Stephen Lang. Dude, he is a beast. Yes, dude, is a beast. for sure. Um, it's also got William Sadler in it, who plays uh, Death in the Bill and Ted Bogus Journey. Yep, and... Movie. Bill and Ted new movie. Oh, he's going to be in the new one? Yeah, I remember the title. Um, Face the Music. Face the Music, that's right. Coming out this year. Probably will be direct to digital, but we'll see. Probably, yeah. A lot of shit is coming out direct to digital. we will do definitely a most excellent Bill and Ted episode. For sure. When that movie comes out. When that movie comes out, we're triple triple feature in all three. Um, So yeah, that's, that's... Man bites dog in Check a it out nutshell. It's also black and white the whole time. Yeah, we mentioned that it's Criterion release. So if you have a Criterion account, you can go on there and stream that. I did. I gave it a I've given it a rating on the show before. I need to see if I can pull it up in my archive real quick just to remind everybody what I rated it. Um, I, gi- I I give it a three out of five. I want to say I gave it five out of five. Wow. Yeah, I give yeah. it a three. Just. Uh, just because there's some of it that doesn't hit, hit doesn't hit quite right for me. Uh, other that, it's not a terrible movie at all. If yeah, you're into that type of thing, feel like watching people just get brutally murdered. Oh, that's definitely what I'm into. <laughs> yeah, it's quick. Too, oh, man. I, you get montage. God, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't do a rating. Yeah, you more. can do a re-rating on it. You can do a re-rating. Um, hold on. Let me make sure that I'm not overlooking it somehow. Or I didn't put Dog Bites Man in my uh, notes. Dog Eat Dog. No, that's not it. That's another movie. Completely. Dog Eat Dog World out there. That's a good movie, too, though. It's got Nicolas Cage. Uh, Can't get wrong with Nicolas Cage. He does like a uh, Humphrey Bogart kind of impression near the end of the movie. Okay, here's Man Bites Dog. I, gave it a five. I did give it a 5 out of 5. Nice. So, yeah, I, and I stand by that. I think it's it's... Uh, one of my favorite French movies for sure. And out of out of all of uh, out of all of the foreign films I've watched, I would say that French movies are probably my, my favorite. French as well, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy yes. little movie, man. Yes, and I, I love, still haven't uh, seen the remake for it. And I love uh, Gaspar Noé too. He's yeah. a French filmmaker, so um, pretty much anything I've seen by him so mm-hmm. far has been. Up yep. there, and we're watching Climax soon. Yeah, in a couple weeks, we're gonna watch Climax. Uh, we're gonna do a triple feature with Black Swan, uh, Suspiria from 2018, and Climax. Cool, let's start out with Black Swan. Watch yeah, first. for sure. That's gonna be the most. Uh, yeah. I, well, neither of us have seen it. Mainstreamy. Yeah, and Natalie Portman's awesome. Yeah, I do Did like Natalie Portman. Um, Mila Kunis. 
Alright. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Um, so yeah, uh, next we watched the Midsummer Director's Cut. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer Director's Cut, which was uh, probably 40 minutes longer than the theatrical version. I want to s- say the theatrical version is two and a half. Yeah, I've got a comparison pulled up right now, and just like right off the top of my head, I'm going to say there's a lot more exposition between Danny and Christian. Yeah. Which is awesome. This is exactly what the movie needs. Like, put more bullshit into their their relationship. Dude, I could watch four hours of them steady not understanding each other. I could have watched there. a movie that was about their relationship. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I love it. Cause and and not, in the, not in the abstract way that this one is, but right. like in a legit, like this is a chick flick yeah, actually, like you know, I don't think or I, a lifetime movie. This lifetime movie, yeah, yeah, you could, know, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I've disliked a character in a movie as much as I've ever disliked Christian. Yeah, uh, from the get go, he that dude complaining about her. Her whole he loses her whole fa- she loses her whole family. Yeah, and on his way to her house, you can just see he doesn't even want to be there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to go up there. I'm like, dude. That's your girlfriend and her entire family just died. Run up there and console her. <laughs> like, from the get-go, you're just pissed at him, you know? Yeah, he plays the douchebag, uncaring... To a tease. ...friend, boyfriend. He's, he does not give a shit about anybody in this movie. Not at all. And he plays it fucking perfectly. <laughs> uh, he doesn't care about his friends. Danny is just distraught from the beginning to the end. Oh, yeah. And it's just amazing performances all around from pretty much everybody. Even the little redhead kid that's supposed to be yeah, the Will comic Bolton. relief, he's fucking hilarious. Dude, yeah, he's really good. Especially when they're girl. tripping in the in the hills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I said when I saw him in the theaters and he's like uh they're all tripping on the mushrooms. Somebody walks up and like, I can't do new people right no now. No new people. I cracked up in the movie theater, man. I was like the only person laughing. I was like, dude, I can, I can relate to that. And that's one thing I like about this movie too, man. So many movies when they try to depict a acid trip or a mushroom trip, any type of psychedelic drug, yeah. they do so much with it, bro, to where it just makes you think that those drugs are like, what? Yeah. Midsommar is like the closest you will ever get to seeing actual mushroom acid visuals with all the warping. So that was like really cool. He didn't do it over the top. It was really subtle. And oh, yeah. Just Mad respect for Ari Aster, man. All the uh, the symmetry in the movie was something I kept commenting on. It's and every shot is extremely symmetrical. Yes, man. it's so awesome. This movie is like if Wicker Man was um actually good. Yeah. <laughs> like Wicker Man's a good movie. The original Wicker Man is a good movie. Yeah, it's just some wild stuff. But it's too. good for like the cult aspect of right. it, for the fact that it is kind of a little schlocky, a little more on the cheap side. This is like if that movie had a good budget and great acting in uh-huh. it. Which don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great acting in uh, the the original, original Wicker, Man. Wicker Man, but there's also some kind of you know. Mm. You, you can tell those guys were pulled out of town to, to be yeah. in this movie, and they gave them a couple lines. Now, we do have a, <clears throat> a smoking seven-and-a-half-minute brand-new scene inserted into the Midsommar Director's Cut that takes com- place completely at nighttime. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. We see a new ritual in the, to where they are sacrificing a tree to the lake mm. to give it an offering. And one of the guys says... I don't think we've given it enough. I just felt the earth rumble, and a little kid, dressed up as a Christmas tree, comes out and says, "I'll sacrifice myself to the earth," and then delivers a line along the lines of, uh, 
they, why would I be scared? I'm going back home. No, they called him Brave, and he says, brave. he says, Brave, what's brave about going home? What's brave about going home? Yeah, yeah. which is the fucking hardest shit you can uh-huh. say at a moment like that. So they, two people pick him up, start swinging him left to right, and put a giant boulder yeah. on his stomach, and Danny freaks out. Like, no, They're going to toss no, him. No, and, uh, it's kind of it. yeah. It's kind of the consensus of the group that they need to stop it. He's, yeah, yeah, he proved that he was well, willing to do it. That's actually our first sign of the shared empathy. Yeah, that the family. I guess you would call them uh, all share. You know, you see it at the end when the shared empathy with Dan- uh, with Christian when yeah. you're in the sex scene, all the women are running. Mm-hmm. The shared empathy with Danny when she's crying after witnessing the sex scene, and they're all crying with her. And then the shared empathy in the final scene, whenever they're all yeah, they're all kind of burning up, and everybody's just screaming, writhing. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The first instance of that was when the rock fell, and the guy didn't die. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Everybody's ah, ah. Yeah. And they came over and they bash his head in with a fucking hammer, and everybody stops. Gotta love those head, screaming. those head smashing. Yeah, I think that's the first. Uh, violence we see in the film. Yeah, right. And it's it not is. even a committed act, a committed act of violence against another person. No. These guys are actually ending their seventy-two year life cycle because yeah. the the Swedish community believes that their life lives in these age ranges where they are a, a student, then a teacher, then a master, then a or, or a worker somewhere in there. And then an student, elder. teacher, worker, and elder, something like that. Mm. And then. Uh, when they become 72 years old, the bada boom, bada bing, it's time to get the hell out of your body. So they jump off yeah. the fucking 150 foot cliff straight up to a goddamn rock. Yes, intense shit. Very intense. There's two people in the crowd. Can't take it at Mm-mm. all. Dip out. Later, mm-hmm. one of those guys, we see a full on blood eagle. Which, if you don't know what the blood eagle is, type that into Google right now and get a good image of it. It was a Viking uh, ritual sacrifice. And it's kind of hard, uh, I guess. Like they flay your back open. It's weird. And hang you, and he had like flowers in his eyes. Some strange so looking shit. Christian is tripping balls on mushrooms, and goes in there and gets so close to his face. Dude's dead. And he's just looking dead into the flower eyes. Yeah, I was like cracking up. I was like, dude. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, worst drug trip in movie history. Worst than <laughs> fear living in Las Vegas. Worse than any uh, Enter the Void. Uh, which, you know, that's, I guess, a different level. Yeah. But just imagine, I guess, Ryan, you can't imagine, but... No, nah, I'm sober. It's... You'd have a lot, I don't even... It's just hell. That would be hell, yeah. bro. That would be hell, man. Because you, you see how Christian was acting at a dinner scene at the end, where he's just... Where Danny's finally... The uh, and he's just... He's just flipping out. Just zoned out. In his brain, like, what off, the fuck man, is going yeah. on? But, uh, great movie about grief, about family... Uh, Acceptance. You could definitely tell that we're going to see a lot more traumatic head injuries in Ari Aster's he, movies. Well, he said he doesn't want to do another horror film. He'll His do another one. next one is going to be, he says, a dark comedy. They said he didn't want to do... You could put head trauma in a yeah, dark he comedy. Could, he, could. <laughs> he said he doesn't want to do explicit horror film. He's going to smash somebody's reasoning. Head. Maybe it might have been it was like emotionally tolling or something, but he wanted to do a comedy. Maybe. A fresh dark comedy. Yeah. yeah. Trying to something tension really. Yeah, you can smash somebody's head in dark comedy. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. For sure. But anyway, whatever movie he does, whether it's a romantic comedy, a long form drama, I'm there. No, I won't any watch any movie he makes. I won't watch anything unless it's horror. You will watch anything Ari Aster makes. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Uh, I, was, I hate those people who are like, 
Oh, he didn't make a horror movie this time. I'm not watching. I'm not going to support it. Still the same director. Motherfucker is still a good director. What if he made a good ass movie? Bullwinkle remake. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Speaking of, I think it's time for another Rocky and Bullwinkle, man. I don't. Why? The rest of my life with never seeing that ever again. (laughs) Dude, we need another one, man. Mm, Bring it back. That was my favorite cartoons when I was little. No. It should have never been made a live action movie in the first place. Did you see the Yogi Bear movie? God, yeah, but it's been so long ago. I don't even fucking that remember anything about it. That new, well, you know the new Scooby Doo animated movie came out it's called yeah, Scoob, and I was supposed to be showing that at the theater, man. The yeah, theater, of course, everything was going on. Theaters closed. Uh, I think I might watch it, man. Yeah, I love Scooby Doo, and I was really, I was actually kind of looking forward to watching it uh, when it came out at the theater. So. Yeah, it's it's on Prime I mean, right yeah, now. Yeah, I may check it for out for the director. Uh, the yeah. The home theater thing or whatever it is. That. It'll be the first time I've sat down and watched like a movie made for children. Yeah. On my own in a long time. I just really like Scooby Doo, man. I mean, pretty much the only time I ever watch them is when they're at the theater, when they're showing at your theater. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I've got something going on. Yeah, me there. too. I would never on my own sit down uh, and watch. I the the last movie. one I went and sat and watched by myself was Incredibles two. Yeah, but that's different, man. Incredibles yeah. one came out when we were yeah young. Yeah, you know, to finally see that. And what? And speaking of Incredibles two, what an awesome movie for women. It's yeah, so, it's so female power, sure. female centric, and the female's the good guy and the female's the bad guy. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. You get one of my personal favorite people in the world, Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> Anything with Bob Odenkirk is gold. Mm. Have you ever seen the movie he directed called The Brother Solomon with Will Forte and Will Arnett? No, I haven't. It's fucking hilarious, bro. It's like in the in the vein of the time of like Knocked Up and all these movies. Yeah. So, and Bob Odenkirk made this, and Will Forte and Will Arnett are two brothers whose dad's about to die. He's on his deathbed. And he dad wants a grandkid, so they, we gotta get a girl pregnant for dad! And they're on the quest to have a baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> that sounds funny as hell. And there's, uh, they find a woman that wants to be a surrogate mother, and you'd recognize the actors. Like, everybody in this movie is a recognized yeah. And, uh, they're sitting there talking to her, they're having a conversation with her in their living room. Alright, so we're thinking that, uh, He's going to go first, and then he's going to come in you. Then I'm going to go first, and then I'm going to come in you. And he's going to okay. go first, he's going to come in you. Then we're both going to take turns, just blanket in your walls, maybe take a break, get some pizza, get some lunch. Then we'll come back and get some lunch. Hell like, yeah. No, 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 Cream no. Cream pie Any of this works. You're going to go to the doctor. You're going to come in a cup, and they're going to insert it into me. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're just so let down. I think um, they're virgins, bro. They're yeah. just like... Oh, <laughs> hilarious movie, dude! I'll try to get back in so we can watch it. That'd be the third time I bought it. I've let yeah. people borrow that movie. They've never kept seen it. it again, dude. Since yeah, I, I don't, I don't let anybody borrow my movies anymore. Yeah, not anymore, except for, except like, for my family. See each other every week. I let my family borrow them, but that's because they all <laughs> live right next door to me. So right, it's like right. I can just go get it if I want it. Yeah. Um. But uh, is there anything else majorly different from the Midsummer? Yeah, director's I had to pull cut? it up, man. But I mean. A lot of it is just like these shots are longer. We've got extra dialogue here and there. A lot of it gives us more background. The tr- on the, the the car ride to the yeah, village. The car ride on the way there is like is longer. Ninety seconds longer. You know, we've got this whole eight minute scene almost. It's outside. Um, just I'm looking to see if there's anything noticeable. And like while I was watching it, there wasn't anything that came out and struck me as like, I mean, oh, this is new, except for stuff. Like that yeah, long yeah. new scene and the car yeah. ride, because all of it just feels so natural, man. The pacing of the film is just so well done. You know, it, me- it meets every beat mm. that it tries to hit. And it doesn't feel like a two-hour. And it's an half. Movie. It's a half an hour longer almost, yeah. and it doesn't feel that way. So now I will say that in the director's cut, Christian is willingly 
having sex with the girl. Uh, in the, the Azure cut, it kind of seems like they're coercing him and drugging him towards getting raped. No, it's still, they still drugged him to They do pushed him to it. With the extra dialogue in this, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was knowing what was going down. Yeah, yeah. They, that dialogue isn't present in the theatrical version. Okay. Um, well, that pretty much nails the director's cut version of Midsummer. Um, I can't recommend watching that enough. Um, I don't know if it really uh, calls for another rating because I've already rated Midsummer for sure, um, and I gave it a five out of five. So I don't really think I can give it any higher. Nice. I will give <laughs> a uh, four and a half. Out you of give five. it four out of half. Um, okay. You missed the point five for me, Ari Aster, because of misleading marketing initially when it came out. There was a shot. <laughs> there was a shot of Christian floating towards the woman. That he uh, impregnated. Didn't make it into the movie. Didn't make it into the movie. Of course. Because it was going to confuse audiences like it already did in the trailer. And I went in seeing Hereditary. I expected a supernatural film. Yeah. This is not a supernatural not film. Not at all. But once I realize that, it's okay. But when I'm watching the movie, I'm just expecting that. Yeah. That little twist. I thought you were going to say the fact that the little inbred boy was like half That of too. The... That too. Well, I'm going to give it a four <laughs> out of five. Thanks for reminding me. Oh, shit. Thanks for, thanks for bringing it down because you got an awesome inbred character with these great prosthetics. We only see for two scenes in the movie. I mean, he could, he, on. you can only do so much with that little character. Bro, though. you could have thrown him in the background of more shots, having him look at the camera or freak out the characters a little bit more. True. Because that, that would have unsettled the audience a bit more, would have unsettled us more. But I mean, the movie itself just top notch. Uh, I just think it's. I just think it's the, the less you see the monster, the better. He wasn't the monster, man. The built the town was the monster. But he looks like a monster, so they I love him. He's so cute. Okay. <laughs> no, he I mean, nah. No, but it's cool. I like him. I like this. He had movie. nice hair. Nice, nice big old nose. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, then then we watched Frailty. <laughs> Frailty, which I had never seen. Um, something I can only I can only describe as my favorite non-possession Christian horror movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, made me want to watch it. I was on Reddit and I saw somebody refer to refer to it as the best Christian horror movie, and I was like, mm. well, I don't really even know too many Christian horror movies besides like Legion and Constantine. And I mean if you think about it, like what is a Christian horror movie? Exactly. Like it's left behind. That's actually like, that's exactly you know that movie yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian horror movie. What's his name? Uh Kirk Cameron? I don't even know. Kirk man. Cameron from Growing Pains. Right, right, right. Like yeah. all, the, all the good people would have <laughs> like this is the end. That could be a Christian horror movie, you know. What exactly is a Christian right. horror movie? But Frailty is awesome, man. I've never seen it. It's uh, Bill Paxton's directorial debut. Yeah, which I didn't know until yep. today, and yep. I've seen it a few times. Yeah. His and uh, the premise of that film is that Bill, Ta- Bill Paxton is visited by an angel that tells him his whole family has been sent to earth to kill demons that are walking among us which are sinners yeah people that have committed you know ultimate sins that would send them to hell and whenever Bill Paxton touches them he can seize their sins so they start abducting people the whole family and bringing them home <laughs> and uh killing the fuck out of them chopping them justice up. up yeah which is kind of cool to see that dynamic with A-list actors yeah. like Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey and I'm like dude you would not think a movie with Hollywood actors have like a whole family committing actual serial murders and it was, but it wasn't like a big studio movie either though it was a Lionsgate yeah, Lions so it is an independent yeah. movie um Matthew McConaughey's in it uh he plays the older version of 
Bill Paxton's younger son. Uh, no, Adam. Remember, uh, well, he plays. Good job, Ryan. Okay, so he plays. I guess okay, he's 20 years old. Spoiler alert, you haven't seen this movie by now, then you're a fucking jackass. It was me today, uh, a few hours ago. <laughs> so I was a jackass still a few hours ago. Thanks, yeah, Ryan. yeah. Um, but if you're, if you're, sp- I'm gonna make sure you know that there's a spoiler alert here. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's kind of playing a little tricky. He's playing a little sneaky on old FBI agent. I pulled a sneaky on you. And uh, he's actually Adam mm-hmm. pretending to be Fenton. And he's lying to the detective lying to the detective the entire movie. But he's telling the story as if he is Fenton through the thing. Fenton is the older child of uh, Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. who is like. Actually, a demon. It's it comes out. He's he's one of the demons that, yeah, the, yeah. that they sent him on the list. Uh, he's rebelling against this whole thing because he can't see the demons, and he's, mm-hmm. um, you know, Adam just shares the power, the same power that the father does. Yeah, he's just giving his dad a hard time the mm-hmm. whole time at every turn, and we get a lot of good child abuse in this movie. Yeah, yeah, left and right, <laughs> dude. He him in the thing and starves him until he's he, he, he makes him dig a fourteen foot uh, deep hole yeah, and yeah. all this crazy no shit. Crazy. Oh, he's wild as fuck in this movie. Um, it all turns out that old dad really was seeing demons, and mm-hmm. Fenton really was a demon, and all this other shit. And God was God had their back. Yeah, which is crazy. What's the point of that? What's that supposed to mean, dude? What are they trying to tell us about? Who fucking knows, man? But it's a damn good movie. Yeah, it is. But like, <laughs> so, just entertainment. So man. are there people out there that have been sent here by God to like kill people? Who the fuck knows, man? Concept, I doubt it, but it is a very cool concept. Now, I would like to take that concept and literalize it to where I'm sitting here to kill the team that's walking among us, and I go up and fucking put my hand on somebody's head, and they turn into something. Literally like, turn ah, into a demon. Yeah, and I blow their heads off. That sounds like a that sounds like a Army of Darkness kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it would like be in that in same universe, city, walking yeah. around the city, like on yeah. quests to find all like Ash is that yeah. S Mart, yeah, and he yeah. he just touches a demon. Uh huh. Boom, and demon it's like man. A witch hunt around the city. Oh yeah, that would be somebody. fucking wild. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Mark that down. Yeah, mark that down. <laughs> We're gonna incorporate incorporate that into Martel's movie. Because when I was reading the plot line of this movie, I saw it, that's how I saw it in my head. That's exactly how yeah. I saw it in my head. And then I watched the movie. Oh, God, that's it's a lot more grounded. Different, yeah. way grounded. Yeah, you 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 like you were you kept saying this dad's insane. This guy's insane. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, and I mean he kind of is, but at the same time, like if he really was like allegedly, they were showing us that he was really was seeing the demons yeah. at the end. And it's like, well, if those really are demons yeah, and bad right. people, yeah. then he needs to kill them. But, but it, from my perspective, I'm with the kid doing me. That's what I was supposed to see. Yeah. He's supposed to seem off the wall crazy. Know. But he's right. He's right. <laughs> he, killed, <laughs> the, he killed that old man that was a child what a molester. Twist. Yeah, what a twist, man. You know? I mean, we just you know we just ran through that one, because that's really all there is to say about frailty. Yeah. yeah. Um... Highly recommend it. Super recommend it. Super recommend it. Uh, reminds me of like a David Fincher film. Yeah. Like Seven, Zodiac. Kind of has that. Similar, it does have that vibe got to that it. that vibe to it. So if you're a fan of Zodiac, you're a fan of Seven, definitely check out Frailty. Definitely. It came out around that same time period too. 
2001. As, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's it's definitely for the time. Right. Too. And along came a spider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Long right, ass right, time right, ago, right, but I saw it. It's a great it. movie, man. It's a great movie. That's got um. It's got uh, Denzel. Yeah, Denzel Washington and uh, Ashley Judd, right? Mm-hmm. And that her name? Denzel Washington. I think it's Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I had his yeah. face in my head, and I said Denzel. Yeah, no, it's mm. Morgan Freeman. They don't even look alike. No, I didn't. They don't. That's so they fucked don't. up. You're they racist, don't. dude. But I was thinking of uh, you get us fucking canceled. <laughs> no, man, I love them. They're awesome. They're great. Um, you said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> All I said was you were racist. See, you shouldn't say that. that. Because I mixed up Morgan Freeman. Nobody's racist (laughs) here at Martell's Movie Madness. Yeah, exactly. We are white, though, so we benefit from racism. My first girlfriend was black. That sounds like something a racist would say. No. I I loved her. Honestly. (laughs) Just quit while you're ahead. (laughs) No, it didn't. Okay, so... um, So next week... We're doing Return to Newcomb High. What are we doing next week? Return yeah. to Newcomb High. Yeah, Return one. to Newcomb High and Return to Return to Return to Newcomb High. One and two, yeah. Volume two. So that'll be fun. Um, and then how many yeah, how many more weeks is in is, watch right, Fantasy is in May? You want to watch Fantasy Island next week too? Yeah, sure. All right, sure. We'll watch Fantasy Island. Uh, okay, so next week will be Memorial Day nice. when it drops because we're gonna start dropping the well. Actually, this one will drop on Memorial Day. This episode is yeah. Out next Monday. Yeah, it won't come out till next Monday to Patreon. Oh, and then okay. it'll be out that next that Friday uh, to the public because that's we're changing Thursday. up everything. No, Friday. So Fridays. Now? Yeah, we're okay. gonna be on Fridays now. Right. I announced I'll announce all, that'll all be on last week's episode by the time okay. this comes out, right um, which will drop on Thursday that last week's yeah, episode. Yeah. Why are we changing? Um, hmm? Why are we changing? So right? that I can do the what you watchings on the actual episode oh, cool, while I'm cool, sitting cool. here with you, so we can discuss yeah. it more. Nice. Um. Oh, okay. So, uh, that'll be the last of May, and then what a great way to start out Pride Month with that. Tr- we're gonna we're gonna start it out with that fucking triple feature, that Black Swan okay. climax, Suspiria. Because there nice. is, there's legitimately we can segue into Scream too. There's this. there's legitimately queer romances in uh, Black Swan and Climax, yeah. and then Suspiria. Uh, I don't remember there being anything overtly queer about it, but there's probably something queer about we'll it. We'll find it. <laughs> um, well, is it Scream? Have... Yeah, the writer of Scream is a yeah. So we can he's do, a gay man. So yeah, we'll do this. We can do the Scream. We can do the Scream franchise. Nice, oh yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, which I don't think he wrote all of them, but he wrote one so, through three. Well, that's I a think. good segue. Yeah, yeah, and go into the Scream <clears throat> franchise. So yeah. Um, next the this episode will well the. Class of Newcomb High will actually be our first uh, June episode, but it'll be alright. We'll be fine. I thought Class of Newcomb High was coming out this week. No, Class of Newcomb... No, Return to Newcomb High. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we're, we're going to confuse people here. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can talk about this off-air. Um, <laughs> like we announced uh, two weeks ago on the podcast, uh, we are... Uh, or like a week ago, yeah. Last week on the podcast, we announced that we're doing Martell's Movie Madness, the movie, the beginning, part one. Part one. <laughs> um, so, if that's something that you're interested in seeing, you should go ahead and join the Patreon, yeah. because that'll kick a little bit of funding our way. You can donate 3, 6, 12, 11 million, uh, 
33,000, whatever you feel like. Who's got that one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently, uh, back to Midsummer. apparently oh, somebody yeah. <laughs> did have $65,000 that enjoyed Midsummer because they bought the May Queen dress, yeah, the actual flower wild. dress. I mean, somebody watching that movie had that much. For $65,000. Yeah, sure, we'll just max out a credit card. We'll buy damn It has dress. to be like somebody who owns a museum or something. No, in something. Got to. A collector house? Maybe? Where are you going to put that at? Where are you what gonna if they want to wear it around for their cosplay? I'd be too scared I was going to fuck it up to wear it around. $5,000 yeah. cosplay? You better win it. Yeah, no, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Um, but yeah, so that's what we got coming up. We got Return to Newcomb High, Part 1 and 2. Then we're going to do that triple feature with Black Swan, uh, Suspiria 2018, and Climax. And then we're going to do the Scream franchise. So look forward to that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, and the Scream franchise is actually probably my favorite franchise yeah, of that's all. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, other than Nightmare on Elm Street. But that's so like grandfathered in at that yeah, point. At this point. Be some packed episodes. Yes. And we're, we're going to do one and two and then three and four? Yeah. Probably one, two separate movie, three, four yeah, separate yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That'll be good. And then talk about, you know, separate movie first. And then Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then, and the plan comes together. Hopefully, hopefully by the time uh, mid-June rolls around, we'll be able to actually get some guests on and people will be, uh, we'll be able to get close to people Coming again. Out, yeah, or yeah. closer to people again than we are now. But, um... Till then, we're going to be watching movies every dang day. Oh yeah, you know that. Trying to. I'm gonna. I'm actually going to be reading a book too, because uh, I'm trying to become a filmmaker. My uncle. Lord. I am a filmmaker, but I'm not. I haven't made a film yet, but yeah. I'm a filmmaker. I have made a few. If you want to check them. I'm out. a TV producer They're online. <laughs> I made a puppet show yeah. when I was in high school, <laughs> and then I had another show that was like a music video, like a music show. Yeah. And we got like these shitty music videos sent to us by this company and I played the shitty music videos. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, God, what was the other show that I did? No, that's it. That's it. That's the only show I've made several short films. They're on YouTube. They're pretty cool. So, decided to make something new. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Um, we're, we're, we're just in the infancy of this project, but like we said, any support that you want to throw our way will actually be super cool and dope and all that good shit. So, Hit us up on Patreon. Email us on uh, instant messengers and whatnot. <laughs> uh, you Hit can us up on the internet. You can follow us at Martell's Movie Madness on Instagram and Facebook at Movie Madness sixty nine on Twitter. And there's the YouTube channel, which you can just search Martell's Movie Madness on YouTube. It'll We're everywhere. Right We're all over the internet. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Anchor.fm slash Martell's Movie Madness, I think, is the where you can find all the platforms that you can stream the show on. Nice. Which you're already streaming the show, so you know where that is. So, uh, But tell your friends all about us. Uh, Cagney, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Cagney Larkin. I'm on Instagram at Cagney Likes This. And uh, Snapchat, Big Homie Cagney. And uh, every Monday, you can find me with Ryan watching movies. Hell yeah. And uh, you can also find me on my personal uh, Instagram. is at Trailer Trash God, at uh, Martell the God yeah. on Twitter. Uh, oh, while we're here, before think we sign it. off, did you have any thoughts about The Shivering Truth that you wanted to add? Since we watched that today, yeah. too? It's it's The Shivering Truth, dude. Okay. That's just what it is. <laughs> but like, I remember we watched it's that. It's good. Today. I like it. 
and it's trippy and scary and scary sure. deep as fuck. You gotta check that out. It's definitely weird. It's a head trip for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all we got this week. Thank y'all for listening and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. All that good shit. Now let's watch the fucking movies. Let's watch the movies. This time, come back next week, see if you can do it again, there'll be